Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Pink Sheets Farmer Regulatory Podcast. I'm Derek Ingery, a senior writer at the Pink Sheet, and I'm joined by, well, no one else this week. <laughs> With it being the height of vacation season, I'm flying solo. But that's okay, because there's plenty of FDA news to discuss, even if it is only with myself. Today is August 19th, 2021. I'm going to start with the big news of the week, which was the announcement by the Biden administration that COVID-19 vaccine boosters would be available to everyone next month. The administration said those who received the two-shot series of mRNA vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna will, will be eligible for a third dose eight months after their second. The decision came after data showed that vaccine efficacy against infection declines over time, and the administration is planning for boosters to become available the week of September 20th. That's fine, except that all of this is contingent on the FDA as well as the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices signing off on the need for a booster. So the pressure now is building on the FDA and ACIP to meet the September 20th deadline, except there are a few things that are out of their control. The FDA can't clear booster shots until they receive an application for them from the sponsors. Those haven't arrived yet as of today. In fact, Pfizer said that it plans to file a supplemental BLA for approval of the third shot, which suggests the companies expect the FDA to grant full approval of their vaccine BLA first. That application still is under review. The ACIP also can't act until the FDA signs off. So the advance notice of the booster plan is intent, was intended to help the U.S. stay ahead of the virus. But we have a potentially awkward situation brewing here where if the September 20th deadline passes and the program can't begin, the FDA or ACIP or both could be blamed for the delay, whether fairly or unfairly. ACIP officials also will have to consider global vaccine access when determining whether to authorize the boosters. There already are concerns and complaints about the U.S. and other countries giving third shots when some are struggling to provide their initial vaccinations. CDC also has said that vaccine access for the entire world remains an important consideration, as one of the best ways to protect Americans is to ensure the rest of the world is vaccinated. This is yet another twist in the long road to beating the COVID pandemic that we will continue to follow. Next up, we're going to take a look at the FDA Advisory Committee process. A survey of people who have served on drug, biologic, and device advisory committees over the last five years found that 63% believe that there should be a threshold where their votes force the FDA's decision on an application. The most ADCOM members pegged the bar to prevent FDA clearance at 75% or more committee votes against approval, which was followed by a 90% or greater negative vote. The results seem to suggest that ADCOM members want some power over the review process. But Jim DiBiase of 3D Communications told me it's more likely that members want some appreciation for their service. Unfortunately, for those looking for more ADCOM power, though, the change does not seem a change does not seem likely. The FDA said it alone holds the legal authority to determine if a new drug application should be approved. Experts also told me that giving some of that power to the ADCOM could limit agency discretion as well as dramatically change the makeup and potential, potentially the frequency of the meetings. With approval on the line, ADCOM meetings could be, could be changed to resemble administrative law hearings. And in most cases, the FDA is more interested in committee member discussions and rationale for a vote than an actual vote total anyway. The results are still interesting, though, especially in the wake of the controversial approval of the Alzheimer's drug Aduhelm, which received its clearance despite a negative ADCOM vote. ADCOM vote. FDA officials are exploring potential changes to the ADCOM process, so we'll see if anything is done going forward to make the committee members feel more loved. 
Finally, today we're going to consider a favorite subject of mine, which is user fees. The FDA issued the prescription drug user fees for FY22 on August 13th, and that is not really unusual. What is odd, though, is that it was the second time in two weeks that the fees were announced. The agency issued an announcement on July 30th, but with quickly withdrew it because they said the calculation process may not, may not be well understood. When the updated fees were issued, they were recalculated and about 2% lower. The FDA told me changes to its hiring and attrition estimates were the, for the upcoming fiscal year drove the restatement. The agency had planned to hire an additional 156 FTE, FTEs in CEDAR and 13 FTEs in CBER in FY22 and increased fee revenue to cover those costs. But when the, F, when the PDUFA fees were restated, the new FTE count was cut in half. Fee, fee revenue increased to cover only 78 additional FTEs in CEDAR and seven in CBER. FDA hiring and attrition problems are not new, but the agency had been making gains over the last year or two, thanks in part to additional resources going to the hiring and retention effort. But it seems that excessive workload from the pandemic and attractive work flexibility in industry now are apparently driving more FDA employees to leave. This, of course, is disappointing for the agency as well as its stakeholders, but we'll have to watch and see if the pandemic's effects do continue. Well, that's all for this week. For more, check out our website at www.thepinksheet.com. You can also find this in previous podcast episodes on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify by searching for Pharma Intelligence. And if you're so inclined, feel free to give us a review. Thanks again for listening to the Pink Sheet Pharma Regulatory Podcast. I'm Derek Ingrie. I hope you enjoyed my solo effort. Stay safe, get vaccinated, and we'll see you next time.